Welcome to The Real You, hosted by Louis Rivera. A show focused on helping others find their real purpose in life and interviewing those who live theirs. Get ready, get ready to shift your life and perspective. Let's light it up. Ladies and gents, welcome. I wanted to uh, do this quick interview with an amazing person across the pond. Uh, his name is Andrew Johnson, and we'll, we'll intro a little bit about what Andrew does and, and how he's impacted the world and uh, how he's gotten his message out to the world here in a little bit. But I uh, wanted to go and uh, do a quick check here to make sure Andrew can hear me okay. Yep. Loud and clear, Lewis. All right. Awesome. So, Andrew, how are you today, man? I am very well, thank you. The sun is out here in London, and uh, things are good. Amazing, amazing. So, Andrew, um, I mean, the big deal with you is, and, and I kind of just shared that with you now, is you know how you impacted my life with, with your audios and um, how your work has impacted so many people around the, the world with your apps and, and your audios that you've shared. Uh, so how did you end up in this place in your life? Oh, gosh. Long story. I'll keep it short. I, I, I was always interested in meditation. I was lucky enough to have a dabble in, in karate in my mid-teens, way back in the, the 70s. But that didn't last long. But at the end of every class, there was five or ten minutes of, of basic meditation, and that's what stuck with me. Mm -hmm. uh, many years later, in a change of career, I, I trained as a clinical hypnotherapist. That was 20 years ago this year, um, and I've been I've been working as a therapist ever since, working with one-to-one -one clients, working with groups, mm -hmm. and over the last 10 years, uh, doing recordings, um, primarily as CDs, then MP3s, and then into apps. Where awesome. they've where they've gained a, a a much larger audience. Yeah, yeah. Your your apps are always very unique. Um, the design is is immaculate, and uh, I, frankly, I love them because they, they're oh. oh they're always you know a step above what anybody else is doing. Well, thank you. There's only two of us that so <laughs> it's a, that's a that's a big thing. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> awesome, cool. So, what do you say is is or was the largest changing point in your life to get you to where you are today? Well, professionally, it was doing my training. Um, the, the, the hypnotherapy course was, it was clinical hypnosis, and it was over 18 months. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a couple of really, really good lecturers who took it way beyond that. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't mean way beyond it in a sort of technical way, but way beyond it in a sort of caring, healing, energetic way. So mm -hmm. uh, I, that was a real turning point for me. And I, I will always go back to those uh, couple of years that I did training and, and uh, just becoming completely and totally and utterly immersed in it uh, to the – obviously – almost to the exclusion of everything else. I knew from the first minute of the first day mm -hmm. that this is what I wanted to do. Awesome. So that was a massive change for me. Yeah, and uh, you, you essentially brought that point uh, in and across now um, because the, the next question I had for you was, you know, what, what practice or how did that 
that changing point essentially come and, and affect your business? Well, I I really had been through a variety of different careers previously, and I'd never had what I would what many people call a calling or a, an urge to do something. It was really about first of all, it was about money and just working nine to five to get to and five days a week to get to Friday night and have a good weekend. But this completely changed everything. It became, it changed me as a person. It changed me energetically and emotionally mm. and uh, intellectually. But it also gave me a way of, of really um, finding out that I, I had something to give. Mm. Um, so in part of that training, I was given some really good advice, which was, was to, you know, when I started off in my career as a therapist, was to do some voluntary work, and I ended up at a, a cancer support centre. Mm -hmm. And through that, I developed different ways of working with people in chronic emotional and chronic physical pain, mm -hmm. and that has led me to sort of developing a a much more, more basic, slowed-down version of teaching people deep physical relaxation. Which has which has worked very well when it comes to working with people with high levels of anxiety and stress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and it and it comes through on and, and everything you do is uh, the intonation that you use um, during your recordings. It, it comes through that you know that this is like it, it's another level type yeah. of. Uh, type of uh, audio you know there, there's some uh hypnotherapy and, and other audios that come up very rigid or very yeah uh ingenuine but yours are are, are very very much to the, like the soul to the core it's, it's just like you're talking to like a deeper part of us well it, it's i always try to imagine that i am talking to one person and it's a it's a client Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm very lucky that I've got a, a really good uh, and a recording um, studio and a, a, a producer who has become firm friends with me. And um, when I go to the recording studio, it's it's quite an intimate procedure. And if I'm in the right mood for it, mm -hmm. um, it's a it's a very natural thing for me to do. It doesn't feel clinical at all, mm -hmm. uh, and it's got to the stage now where I can do a recording, and if I'm happy with it, I'll let the producer edit it and put backing music on, and I don't even need to listen to it. Uh, it's just I'm I'm happy with the recording. He, uh, he I'm happy with him doing the editing, mm -hmm. and then we can release it. Fantastic! Yeah, uh, you uh, started to really explode audios. Probably about two years ago, I would say that I started noticing a lot more audios uh, consistently coming out for you, um, mm. and uh, you had one real big app that essentially had house now multiple recordings, and it essentially you you let the user customize it, which I thought was genius. Well, that came about by uh, a, a turn of events that Apple actually stopped us releasing individual apps. Mm -hmm. um, we had released too many of them, and we were releasing them for for individual subject matter like um you know confidence or positivity or weight control or whatever mm -hmm. um and to be fair they really don't use the iphone or or, or the android 
platforms to their best effect. I mean, the, the, the modern-day smartphones are unbelievably complex and wonderful, mm-hmm. whereas the, the apps themselves, you, you, you press play, you close your eyes, and most folk will relax or fall asleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so Apple quite rightly said you need to make these a bit more interactive. and do, So that's why Relax Plus was developed to allow people to add one or two or three sessions and repeat them and choose the background music and and uh, but without losing the essence of having a a really intimate relaxation session mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah totally um i i thought you know i was like wow this is this is red it, it almost brought the experience to like almost like having a personal session with you yeah um, yeah but yeah it's as close as we can get i think <laughs> yeah, without a virtual summit, that's about that's about as close as you can go, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so the the biggest question that I have for you, and you kind of slightly answered this, but who do you want to impact the most? Well, I believe when I do when I see individual clients, the one thing that I will ask people. Mm-hmm. When they come in through the door, is have you have any ex- have you had any previous experience of any type of relaxation? Mm-hmm. And it is surprising how many people haven't. And in, in fact, I would say it's probably, I would say that three to four percent of people, the general public, have had some form of relaxation training. And I include in that things like meditation. Mm-hmm. Or, or the the end of a yoga session where they're taking a guided re, uh, visualization, or any any work based stress management. There is a it's a tiny tiny percentage of people yeah. who have been actually taught the mechanisms of relaxation, and yet the flip side of the coin is that when you speak to a group of people and you say how many people have had stress. And how many people have held that stress long enough for it to develop symptoms, either physical or emotional? Mm-hmm. You'll find that it's in the mid-90s. Wow. 95% of people will say yes over a period of time. And it could be something that you just the stress has just stopped them sleeping, mm-hmm. or maybe they're eating too much or eating too little, or they're drinking or they've started smoking again. Or it could be something to the, in the next level, which means that they're getting skin conditions or they're getting migraines or they're getting stomach ulcers. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have this real imbalance where there's a huge percentage of the population who regard themselves as stressed from time to time, developing, developing symptoms, and yet only a tiny percentage of people know how to relax. And I think that's where I come in because I, I, there, are, there are labels that are associated with the words that I use and the words that therapists use. So, for example... Stress management is seen as quite clinical. Mm-hmm. Hypnosis is seen as quite controlling, although it's not. Mm-hmm. Meditation is seen as quite spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, and relaxation can be seen by an awful lot of people as sort of pampering, like mm-hmm. a hot bath or a massage. Mm-hmm. And in, in its truest, most basic form, when you teach someone relaxation, you're, you're actually reminding their body of what it's like to be able to completely switch off and let go of stress. And when people can realize that and realize how simple the actual techniques are, they gain a great deal of control back over their life. Mm-hmm. 
and and how they feel about their life. But it's the the issue is, and this is the biggest issue out there: relaxation can't be made to happen. Mm-hmm. You can't make it happen. You've got to allow it to happen. Yeah. And so in the early stages, it's quite unintuitive for a lot of people because they're actually trying to do it Mm. and they can't do it so that's where I come in and that's I'd like to think that because I've got experience over 20 years of helping people in severe pain Mm. get into a relaxed state I can help just about anyone relax Awesome. Assuming that they want to, of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> people because it's people have got to be willing. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Especially for relaxation. Oh, absolutely. So uh, we'll wrap up here in a little bit, but uh, two questions that I yeah. will ask uh, anybody that, that I interview is, if you could meet your 20-year-old self, what would you tell them now? Uh, I, I would... I've often thought, because I, I started this along this business when I was in my mid-30s, mm-hmm. and I've often thought in the past, gosh, I wish I'd started much earlier. Mm-hmm. And yet I know for a fact that had I not had the life experiences I've had re- leading up to 35, mm-hmm then I wouldn't have become the therapist I am now. So there are times in life where you go through some really deep, dark times Mm -hmm. with with chemicals or with with emotions and coming to terms with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But that leads you, those deep, dark times lead to awarenesses later on. Yeah. So uh, there's... I wouldn't want to change anything about my life now, but I, I, I guess I would have told myself at 20, for God's sake, keep exercising. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. don't, don't sit in your butt so long. <laughs> but apart from that, you know, life has made me what I am, just it's made uh, everyone else what they are. Yeah. Um, uh, and so when people come through the door and they say to me, do you know, I've really struggled with stopping smoking. I can look them in the eye and say, I know where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, years ago, I was like that too. Mm-hmm. And when you, and that gives you a real connection with folk. Yeah. When you've had a bit of, when there's a sort of synergy there and understanding. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, in the age, and, and I consistently say this, in the age that we're so overly connected, that we're disconnected, it's, yeah. it's important to go and have that 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 intimacy uh, and that level of connection with a person to say, yeah, I know exactly what you're going through, man. And you know, there's there's a way to go and get it, get around that and actually sure. discover yourself. I think the the smart. I'm I'm a real nerd. I mean, I'm excited for the new iPhone tomorrow. Uh-huh. Um, and if uh, you know, it's this is the first iPhone that's coming out that I haven't pre-ordered. I'm going to wait a while, but. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a real downside to it. We are we are constantly connected, and one of the first apps that my business partner Mike and I brought out was called Disconnect. Mm-hmm. And ironically, we thought we would get a bit of PR with this because it was a it was an app that you played on a smartphone mm-hmm. to help disconnect to help <laughs> to help switch you off from technology. Uh, so we thought that was quite funny to to do that, but. It really is, there is an issue, there's a big problem. People need to switch off things 
even just for half an hour yeah. and take a break from them. And I'm, you know, I'm as guilty as, as most folk. I'm connected most of the time to 95% of my business now on the internet. So I'm continually checking mails and Twitter and Facebook. And But I love it. I love it too. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally feel you. I mean, 99.99% uh, of my business is online. So there has to be a point you know, and every day that you just need to go in and just pull, pull off and, and really get back in tune with yourself. Yeah. I've got, a, a, I was away visiting a good friend yesterday and he's a pilot and he went, he, he, he flew on a, on, on a, I think it was a 48 hour, uh, uh, journey a couple of, couple of weeks ago. Uh, it, the flight wasn't 48 hours, but the point is that he, he, for the first time ever, he went away and forgot his phone. Mm -hmm. And the first two hours, it was like going cold turkey. <laughs> and after that, he said it was just and it was just a relief. It was it was just so nice for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so there we go. It can happen. Absolutely. And uh, the last question that I have for you is, where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years? I see myself... Uh, on a beach somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I'm it. getting. I'm getting to the stage that I, I, I don't regard what I do as work. I really don't. But I think that I need to go. I need to get deeper into meditation and mindfulness and uh, start bringing out more recordings for that. I'd like to specialize a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm needing to slow down and I'm needing to go and do some training for myself. Um, and that involves, I might, uh, might be across the States or it might be um, in, in Southern Europe. But right at this moment in time, I'm just looking forward to having an adventure over the next couple of years. Amazing. Well, sir, I mean, I really thank you for your time. Uh, well, thanks, Lewis. That was really great. Thank you for listening to The Real You. We hope you are uplifted and refocused on your true sense of yourself. Visit us online at VogueFitnessForLife.com. Remember that in the absence of clarity, always take action. Shine on.